Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Critical. Enjoy listening as Nick Thorburn and David O'Reilly put this very special episode in context. Stay tuned to the end to discover a secret special offer for dedicated critters. This, this is Critical. Unfiltered as usual, unbiased as always, it's Season 2 of Critical. Well, Critical is where it all began, and our listeners will know that from the early days, we were here delivering all of this content, entertainment, infotainment, whatever you want to call it. We've been here for you from day one. I mean, we've covered so many different topics that have happened. You know, we covered the pandemic. We covered social media stuff. A lot of deep dives into social media, which was pretty cool. And the whole thing that happened between you getting canceled and then me getting canceled and then our comebacks. The comebacks I thought was really cool. We just want to really just give a big shout out to our original fans, our original supporters, people that were with us through the whole Patreon experience people that dropped off, people that, I guess there's so many people, and think about all of the fans out there that have just been waiting and waiting for us to get back in the studio to deliver more of that good stuff that only we really, we are able to produce for yeah. people. It's been such a joy to be able to welcome fans back into the Inner Sanctum. We've had such a long period where we've really felt like we were on the outside of things um, looking in. And now we're on the inside of things looking out and we're mm. looking out at the world. And, yeah. and I really think this is an everything moment. I really yeah. think we're in a really exciting place uh, where we are, we're at the forefront of a lot and we're able to move that cultural needle. We are riding the cultural needle. We yeah. are riding kind of that wave, that yeah. you know, zeitgeist of what is happening next and what's happening now. So it really feels exciting to have a lot of these content creators and influential people uh, a part of the new, the new chapter. Yeah. Yeah, things have certainly uh, turned up a notch, but I feel really lucky to be part of this content revolution. We're at a place where there's so much nonsense out there. There's so much that people are out there. They've got like streaming, they're streaming their music, their movies, their TV shows, their podcasts, and they're looking for that place where it all comes together, where they don't have to make a choice. They can just tune into Critical, get the content they need, and go on with their lives. I want to just echo your emotion about it, Nick, because I feel really positive about it too. I'm feeling I've never felt more positive about the future. Both the future of this show, the future of humanity, the future of LA, where we live. It's just the city gets better and better. And it's so exciting to be in LA right now. It I is. Things could not be better. I think we're finally back and everything is really turned to 11. And I feel really turned to 11. Yeah. And it's funny what you said. I just want to echo what you said about the Oasis. Think about Critical is an oasis and people are walking through a desert. This is a debt. We are in a kind of a desert. Mm. LA is a desert and you walk through that desert and you mirage here, mirage there, mirage everywhere. Yeah. And you think there's just no oasis. And then you come across Critical and it's just, it's water. We are H2O and it just feels more and more like that's what's lacking in people's lives today. So it could not be a better time mm. really to be back full force. Yeah. And I just discovered this psychologist, Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, this guy. No, he's got this theory called 10,000 hours. Okay. And so you do something for 10,000 hours and you become a master. Mm. Wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, Hey, we have done 10,000 hours of critical now. And so we have actually achieved that state of mastery with the art of podcasting. I don't read too much, but I was reading one of his a Wikipedia entry on one of his books and saw mm. that. And so I thought it was really interesting. That is so interesting. It's really, you always bring that intellectual perspective. It's something I love about our dynamic is that Thank you. you're out there reading, reading the books, doing the research, seeing what's out there, the latest in thought. That sounds absolutely amazing because we have been doing, this is our, we must be going, I don't know where we are now. The fans will be able to do the calculation, but we're at least 12,000 hours in in terms of the episode numbers, in terms of the work that goes in behind the scenes. Most of that is behind the scenes, but people don't even realize the kind of uh, effort and hours that right. go into behind the scenes, the well, research. What we, what we bring is real life and real life doesn't stop. And so I have so much experience. I don't know how many days, 10,000 hours in, but there's never a time that I'm not thinking about, hey, what are we going to bring to critical, yeah. the smorgasbord that is this That's sort right. of content cloud kitchen? where we're able to synthesize all of these different inputs. You're, you're like reading the web, yep. you're uh, checking the tweets, checking the Instagram, 
reading books, reading wikis. And, and then we're also, we haven't even got to the guest part yet, but maybe we'll save that for a little bit later. But just to think about the amount of hours that really go into this, when you're hearing one hour of critical, you really are absorbing hundreds of hours of human experience. I think that's fair to say. I think that's absolutely fair to say. And are you the type of person that wants to get your content hit instantly, or in, in our case, like hour by hour, hmm. or are you the kind of person that says, oh, I need that person to, you know, write a book that's the length of their lives in order to do it? No, you want to get that concentrate. And that's what we bring to the table is, is we is concentrated knowledge, insight, and ultimately a critical perspective on the world today. That's right. And there are a lot of podcasts. I don't even want to think of Critical as a podcast because it's so much more than that. It's almost like a lifestyle. That's right. But I, you see all these podcasts out there. It's like this Mick podcast, I want to call it. It's this fast foodification of content. Right. And they want to just give you the content fast. In an hour, you get your all your information for the day. And that's just not how life works. And mm. that's not how we work. Some things we really take our time with it because it takes time. And mm. I just punched in, I just did a little calculation on my calculator here, 24 hours in a day, mm. 365 days a year. Mm. That's 8,760 hours. Right, so that's just, year. that's just one year. That's one year. Yeah. Think about how many hours we've put into Critical over, yeah. over that. And that is just, that's an entire year. That's like we've spent an entire year doing nothing but coming up with content for the show. And that's not cheap. That kind of manpower and those hours, we live in a system where we need to pay rent. We need to, even so much something as trivial as we need to buy coffee. And coffee, right. we've, you've seen in recent the recent years with mm. this inflation that's happening, coffee is not cheap. There was a no. period where you could get a buck, a, a cup of coffee for a buck. That's right. Those days, my friend, are long gone. Mm -hmm. You can't even get a small coffee for a buck. And then when we were doing, I seem to remember back in our earlier season, season one, we used to be talking about you pay $3, $4, $5 for a cup of coffee. Now we're looking at a totally new landscape for the great drink, for the ultimate creative juice. And that we're looking at now, I was checking the other day, this is something I really pay attention to, how much a cup of coffee is. Because that's a real barometer. That's a bellwether number oh, yeah. for the state of reality. And I was looking at, I went to Starbucks the other day, $13. Really? Yeah. I like to get a particular blend. I like to get my triple shot. I like to get my cappuccino. But we're looking at, when I add the tip on that, right? Because I'm big into giving back. Right. I put the tip on that. We're talking about $17 for a cup of coffee. And this is a basic unit of, we want to say sustenance. We want to say creative energy. Of course. You want to say, this is like, the currency of podcasting is a cup of coffee. And the baseline unit of one cup of coffee, we're looking at 17 bucks. All our fans out there, we want to find, has this impacted you? If it hasn't, if, if 17 bucks is just a cup of coffee to you, why don't you buy us a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. right? Why don't you take care of that? Because we want it, we're, like I said, how about this? I'll, that sounds like a lot of people are struggling out there. Sure. But let's think about it this way. We don't include the tip in that price. We just say it's 10 to 12 to $13. Right. If people give, that's part of their, them giving back to us, we'll be able to add a little tip on that. And we give that back to the listener. And that's what we do every day and every week and every hour of the day with all of the behind the scenes work that we do. And I, I like to I have a little fun with it. And I like to call it bean juice. I call coffee bean juice. Yeah. You grind your beans and we grind with the show so there's a sort of crossover there so what we're doing is when we're on our grind we rise and grind we wake up we get on our work and we do our content we make our content mm -hmm. and we can't do that without your support i have it on good authority that the ceo of starbucks is a big fan of critical really yeah because we've always been a coffee friendly show there's lots of things that are unique about critical, but we've always been pro coffee. And we have for sure many millionaires, billionaires, CEOs, entrepreneurs that are out there listening to the show, getting all this content and able to, with the resources to be able to fund something like this. So we can keep talking about these subjects that this diverse subjects that we always get into with a little bit of support, but we're reaching out to them, and I don't know his name, but what is the name of this Starbucks CEO? Do you have it? 
Yes, Howard Schultz. So Howard Schultz, if you're out there listening, we want to reach out to you directly and say, if you believe in the future of entertainment, yeah. and if you really believe in giving back, That's you're going to fund the show. You're going to go at David O'Reilly on Venmo, at Nick Thorburn That's on right. Venmo. That is right. And you'll just give us a donation. Something small. For, you know, what's small for you, we're talking ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, is very big for us. It's, that enables us to keep living in LA, trying to get our stuff off the ground. We've got so much stuff planned. We want to do TV shows. We want to do eBooks. We want to do audio books. We want to be able to give back is the bottom line. And the only way we can give back is if we first are able to take. That's right. And life is all give and take. And I think that's really one of the sort of underlying themes about this season of Critical is that life is not just take. It's a game of reciprocity, of giving and taking. And the main thing that we are, we want to maintain in, 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 journalistic integrity when we do this show. And the only way we can do that is if we're independent. And the only way that we can be independent is with the support of your money. Listeners like you. And that is something we have prided ourselves on for years, for the past five years, is that we are unfiltered. We are unbiased. We do not take money. We do not do ads. That is a, an important distinction with this show. We rely solely on donations. So yeah. really, it is crucial to keep up this kind of reporting, to keep up this kind of research, slavishly devote ourselves to this show. And we give. And now it is time, as you said, to echo what you said, We is time to get. There's a great song about this, that you get what you give, and now it is time for us mm. to get. And we need your help. If we're going to continue this show, this new season of Critical, it is crucial, to in this dire landscape, it is crucial that we get donations. Yes, from the Starbucks CEO, of course, as, a, as, a, as he should. But we need to be looking from the bottom to the top, the drip down economic theory we talk about coffee drip coffee mm -hmm. which now you can't even get drip coffee you talk about mocha chinos and cappuccinos frappe lattes you can't even get a drip coffee for a dollar so we talk about drip down economics we want that we need that from every even if you only have a dollar that you can chip in it helps every dollar helps us it helps us continue the show and we've got such an exciting season planned for you that to, to unveil it, to do all of that research, get all of these great guests. We really need everyone. It's an all hands on deck kind mm -hmm. of situation. Yeah. You tune in, you say, oh, Nick and David are in the hot seats. They're out there doing their thing. It's just the two of them and a couple of microphones. Wrong. I want to say wrong. There, there is just a, an enormous support system of interns, managers, agents, people that go and run and get the coffee, yep. people that clean up all the trash. All of these people have their dirty little fingers in our piece of pie, and they want a piece too. And so it really costs. Everything costs. And it's been made so apparent to me these last couple of years, going through the pandemic, getting to the other side of the pandemic, which thankfully we now finally are on the other side of this pandemic, and it is over. And I could yeah. be happier to be on the other side of it and have this thing be done and finished with for once and for all. It's mm. been a real jerk around. So now that we finally are on the other side of it, we can finally get the engines cooking and now is the crucial time mm. and i think this is like a real make or break moment for us mm -hmm. well we've had such an amazing episode so far i was wondering if we might hear from our sister programs or our brother sister programs because one of the things that we've been doing is building out the network maybe we'll just play a little clip of that in a second just to give you a taste no pun intended of what that show is all about food is something we all need. It's a, a source of life. It's an essential component in life. There's another show, um, Critical Care, which is our way with healthcare being what it is. Mm. We saw an opening. Yeah. We'll be honest. We saw an opening where we can offer some medical advice. And obviously it's not all professional advice. Some of it, it is. is our opinion, but we have a show where we offer our medical opinion, let's say, legally, let's <laughs> say opinion. And so what, that is a great way to, oh, do you have some growth uh, or some burning or itching? You can call in. It's a call-in show, and we can give our opinion about that. So we'll play a clip of that in a little bit, too. Yeah, I, I'm really actually really excited about that because the truth is people are not paying enough attention to alternative medicine. 
the thing that people need to know is that there is an alternative out there. There's a way you look at these bills and you say, do I want to be supporting big pharma or do I want to get results? Do I want to get healthy? Exactly. Again? The truth is you want to get healthy again. And there, there's a lot of shortcuts to that, that the media, the existing mainstream system does not want you to know about. And so that's where we come in. We're able to tell you that, hey, there's actually tricks and techniques that you can use to get healthy again. Yes. And a lot of people don't know them, but the, the, these tricks and these kind of like, I think of them as life hacks. I do too. Yeah. They're like, like health hacks. Yes. And a lot of those are actually pretty legit. And the, the whole medical, medical, especially post pandemic. And you touched on that a little bit earlier, Nick yes. is something that we, we were looking at a new world where we're saying like, do we want to be trusting these big pharma companies? Instead, we've got this uh, whole other world of possibility of, of how to be looking at health problems but we're going to be playing a clip from that too and it's some fascinating stuff some stuff that really blew my mind and i'm really pumped about that also yeah and in addition to playing the clip which we're going to be doing in a minute we're also going to include links to some of the supplements that we have found that really help these are alternative sort of medicines powders supplements caps pills uh, capsule pills that we found have really helped and really you can sidestep the whole big pharma rack it really and just get right to the good stuff so that's yeah. something else we are really excited to have partnered up with a couple of really cool organizations i don't know if they're organizations but they're i guess they're companies but they do really cool stuff and they sell really good stuff and i've been taking this one mm. uh it's a, a herb based thing and it's been really great and i've been feeling really positive lately mm. so i think that's i'm pouring that back into the show so you give and you take and that's right. another but we're going to see that theme come up a lot, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're now listening to The Feed. Stuffed with more content than ever. Get in the mood for food with Nick and David. So, for new listeners, welcome. This is our new show. We're talking about food. We're talking about nutrition. We're talking about health. And we want to get you the facts about health. We want to get you the truth. We want to get you the real red pill on uh, everything health related. And I, I've been doing a lot of research lately, Nick. Our, our other show, Critical, we talk about coffee a lot, right? Coffee's a big thing. Coffee is great in the morning. There's been a lot of fads that have come and gone when it comes to morning nutrition. And it turns out that breakfast cereal, like the stuff you get in the supermarket, right? Talking about Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes. You might just pass them by and say, oh, I'm not a breakfast cereal person. That is one of the best ways to prevent heart disease, to stay healthy, to avoid all kinds of maladies and health problems. They're fortified with vitamins and minerals. Yeah. And the crazy thing, this is like a cheat or something, because I don't... Hack. It's a hack. It's really up in the one of the great hacks is I don't want to be taking vitamin A, niacin, viacin, vitamin D. I don't have time to take 50 supplements every morning. I do have time to have a nice bowl of cereal. And then when you have breakfast cereal, if you mix that with milk, mm. which is a lot of vitamins in that, yep. you actually have one of the most nutritious ways to start your day. And if there are any brands out there, any cereal brands like looking at you Kellogg's if you want to come on and like have an interview or talk about this I think people have been fed this this diet of frankly fake news when it comes to nutrition they all think okay I'm gonna have an egg or something like they're living in medieval times for breakfast wake up we're living in the 21st century right breakfast cereal is coming back yeah. in a big way and if I was you out there I would be stocking up on cornflakes right now. No, I need more than a chicken to make my breakfast. Yeah, I think right. it's ridiculous that people rely on something like an egg when you have an entire industry of grain manufacturing, grain growing, I suppose you could say. And so we just really need to jump into the 21st century, as you said. And we need to think about, okay, we have breakfast and what, what do we need that can take us into the lunch hour? We need something to take us from episode one, breakfast, into episode two, lunch. We also need the support of the listener. We need the, we need financial support, obviously. We need monetization, but we also need to get listeners who are connected to these sort of industries to be involved. And you were saying something about coffee, how you drink coffee is a sustenance for the morning that keeps you going. 
you cannot drink coffee in the afternoon. You'll be up all night. And that's mm -hmm. so I found I do Zolpidem, that's uh, Ambien. That's what gets me to sleep. So I take coffee into the afternoon and then I take uh, Zopalon and Zolpidem or interchangeably to come down from that. It's all about balance, right? That's what I say is you need to go up and then you need to go down. And that's every day we have, we live in that kind of, it's like a give and take, but in this case, you're giving awakeness and you're taking sleep and that's every day. But you touched on something that I, I thought was really interesting is like, how can viewers be part of this? And what I want to do is ask all of our listeners out there, what is your favorite way to start the day? What is your favorite breakfast cereal? And then what is also, this is ultimately a dialogue. And I want to reach out to people because there's breakfast cereals out there all over the, people are listening all over the world. That's right. What about our listeners in Taiwan? What is the breakfast cereal in Taiwan that gets you up in the day? And if there's a toy or something with it, what is that toy? Let us know. I would love right. to know. Yeah. There are, the thing about- Do toys too much anymore, I found. I've been disappointed by that. Really? Yeah, I feel like the toys, when I was a kid, you get great toys in, mm. in the breakfast cereal. Yeah. You just don't see that as much anymore. That's something that I think we need to really address because confronted with all of these different options, these breakfast cereals, it's very difficult to make a choice sometimes because they're all really good. They're fortified. packed with vitamins and minerals. Fortified, yeah. They're fortified. Yeah. And so when you're looking at making a decision like that, I want to go, I have to pick another dimension. Yeah. And that dimension is often what is a free gift. And sometimes it's a competition. That's too complicated for me. I don't want to just go to the post office. It's bad for the environment anyway to just go take these trips to the post office. Oh, of to course. Send yeah. off for stuff. Yeah. I want to get the free toy in the breakfast cereal box. If that's the case, it better be good. So the thing that we have to figure out is how do we get these guys in a round table and we say, hey, bring back the good quality toys from our childhood. How do we bring back I'm talking about the reflectors that go on our bicycles. Oh my God. I remember reading about the decoder rings. Oh, the decoder rings. I'm talking about little radio, like little devices to do fun stuff. The dinosaur you put in water and overnight it becomes seven times as big. Because the thing is, it's it, that is something for your mental health. Because it's like you have the fortification, you're getting your vitamins and minerals, you're ready to start your day the right way, yeah. you know? Sometimes that's with Cheerios, sometimes with Weetabix. You could always sit at the table and look at the back of the box and be entertained. There was that's always right. something to look at. The iPad of the past was the cereal box. Absolutely. And the milk carton was a classified ad. That's how you find out who's missing. But more important than who, what's missing is this renegotiation America and the world needs to make with high quality breakfast cereals because it's the ultimate life hack and I think it's something that a lot of these health influencers out there a lot of these big podcasters do not want to name names they're trying to tell you that oh you should try you know fasting or you should just have a light meal or even just a cup of coffee I want to say no what you're doing is you're rewriting something that we intuitively all know which is that you cannot beat a box of cornflakes lucky charms count chocula the list goes on and you just can't you, you you just can't and i think we should name names okay why not i think that is what people come to the network for my instinct is look i'm all for longevity i want the show i want critical to go on as long as possible so i don't tend to stir the pot but once you, you just got me fired up there nick because i want to pay special attention to all the people out there that have been listening to critical with a keen ear and thinking I can do that too. Uh-uh-uh. Mm. No. The amount of people that are jacking our style out there in the podcast landscape is atrocious. It's got me re really angry. And I would like to call those podcasts out too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even something as innocuous seeming as you see these shows constantly just wholesale taking the food out of our mouth, the coffee out of our cup. Right. The, credit, the money out of our Venmo. And the thing is that it's like, we want to be inspiring to our audience. We do not want to be inspiring to other podcasts because ultimately that's our niche is that we have an ability to put out content, 
to make a living from it. And even though I would say it's been less than stellar, the kinds of donations that we've got, it's enough to get by, or at least it helps, but it helps to buy coffee and stuff. How can we do it if we're being cannibalized by all of these wretched magpies out there that just live off of our hard work, off of our labor? And we talked about the amount of hours that go into this in the other podcast, Critical, but we're being eaten alive out here. It's like some sort of torture. And I look at these podcasts, I look, you look at the top 10 podcasts, I would say more than half are just saying, hey, how can we exploit, how can we copy these guys? How can we just take their style and use it? And the thing is, you can do that, good luck to you, but you'll never be the source because nobody, but nobody can really match the level of professionalism and detail and thoroughness that goes into the critical network. And we are back. That was just a taste. What gets me is just the variety that we have. We started in such a small place. We, we started with just a very humble setup. A couple guys with a couple microphones. I did not see that in the years that would follow the initial critical episode, that we would get to this point where we're just looking around and if we have this multi-dimensional content empire. And what really blows my mind is not only how great it is, but like, why hasn't Bob Iger taken notice? Why hasn't, you and know, I think he has. Howard Schultz taken notice? I and, think he has. And I don't want to, look, I, I'm all about the positive and I think that the future is only brighter and brighter, but it does make me wonder sometimes, why aren't we a Netflix show yet? Like, why aren't we on the front page of Spotify? Why aren't we, right. you know, getting those numbers that are reflective of the quality of the right. content? No, and I think that is happening. I think those wheels are turning and I have seen an inkling of that. It's, we're building something slowly and we are in a gold rush era of podcasting. We are in like a golden era. And it's what they say, like you go to a gold rush and you bring a shovel. You don't bring gold. You don't try to pan for gold. You try to sell that shovel. So I think what we're doing is we're playing the long game. Yeah. And it, I have it on good authority that the Bob Igers of the world, the Howard Schultzes of the world, they are paying attention. Yeah. They are. There's really no doubt about that. When you look at what they make, you see the approach, you see the intention, right? Oh, yeah. And you realize that, like, where could they have got the idea for, like, infinite content or infinite creativity if it wasn't from... I, and I see hints of it all the time. Yeah. And, and I wonder, it would be nice if these people decided to give back a little bit but because we've often said to our listeners out there everybody's experiencing critical hey you like this pay back give and take what we want to do as we move forward is really accelerate that to include people that are in powerful positions mm. who are for by by hook or by crook yeah well money yeah and, and we want to look at a wider audience beyond our audience for who could keep the show going. We are on our grind. And when you look to Critical, you see the aspiration, you see the ambition. And I think yeah. that is why you tune in. I think that's why a listener tunes in. They want to hitch their wagon to our star. That's right. You know? And I think they see that drive that we have and they're inspired by that. Dare I say, I think we're an inspiration to a lot of people. And so I get that. I get that that's what draws people in and so now we've got to deliver the goods and we can't do it without that kind of support right financial support mm -hmm. there's different types of support out there and i think you and i just to step back from it a bit but i don't look at the critical project as anything but an act of benevolence oh of, my god of, of giving and I, in other parts of my life, and there really aren't that many left at this point, but like the other aspects of, say, say my existence is it's, it's really an act of taking so that I can give back when we do critical. Yeah. So it's, it's really just a giving and, and the giving happens on our end, the taking happens on the listeners and the way that we can keep this going is only when the giving 
matches the taking. Matches the taking, and right. I don't know that sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, can we keep doing this? Can right. we keep offering, can we keep giving so much without receiving? And I am a benevolent person and I think we are really good people and we do so much. We are, That's right. we are working so hard and we do it selflessly. And yeah. sometimes I think, of course, that's our duty on earth. Like you, yeah. pay, you pay the rent as Muhammad Ali said. On earth, you have to do good deeds. You have to do charity. Mm. And yes, okay, we go through it. We do the show. We provide. We give. We give. We sow. But the other people reap. They reap. And I don't want to be selfish. Not on the air especially. But I would like to just put it out there into the universe that what goes around comes around. I'll just say that. Yeah. I'll leave it there. Yeah. That is what you're really touching on is the kind of yin yang of how the entire system of content works, which is that you have the content creator and then you have the content receiver. Yeah. The only thing, the only way that that yin yang can keep spinning around is if there's a little bit of giving from the receiver and a little bit of taking from the giver. That's right. And, and then in practice, as this spools out into more practical matters, that means donations. That means that we're looking at how do we grow this? And, and ultimately it's, it's going to be from people that are enjoying this content that need this content. So we're gardeners. We we're planted the seeds. Yeah. We need your water. That's right. We, we need your water. We otherwise we, we, we die out. Garden. That's right. We will tend to the soil, but we cannot do it without your water. Yeah. I just dawned on me. It's a, a, a little story that I guess will embarrass you, Nick, because I'm telling it on the air, but oh, I, I just have to tell you guys something that happened uh, a week ago. We were walking down, we were going to something that we were trying to get into and we were in a kind of a rough part of town and a guy came up to Nick and he said, brother, can you spare a dollar? And Nick reaches into his pocket, pulls out $10,000 in cash and hands it right over to the gentleman who asked and the guy you would have done the same i would have done the same but the thing is you happen to have that cash at hand and i know for a fact that was your last 10 grand you happen to have that because you had trouble with your bank you had to absolutely i know how that was your last 10 grand you handed that to a guy and you said you need it more than me yeah brother and that giving back and i wouldn't have brought that up but now that you did, I guess. It just, it was something that came to mind because we're talking about this act of this nature of the universe, especially of content, where it comes, you give, you take. It's a relationship. It's a dynamic. Or philanthropists. I think at that moment, I thought, Nick, you're crazy. You need that for rent. Nah. Yeah, I, I was just so shocked about And I look, I don't want to bring this up on the air. I know you're a private person, especially when it comes to finances, but this was something that really made me have so much respect for you and and especially as a creative partner, so much desire to keep working with you. But I have to say to our audience because people out there don't know this kind of thing. And you did that out of the kindness of your heart right? because you're a little bit crazy, but very generous. Right. And I, I, I respected that so much and I had to get that story out because I, and look, I, I think there's something about donations that are often better done in private, but th but sometimes they're better done in public. I like to think of our listeners as a little bit crazy, but a little bit generous. I will just leave it there. I, I think I did what I think any person in that situation would have done. And it's just a, I, I wouldn't like to make too big of a, a deal out of it, but I would say that we pride ourselves on giving. I think that's what critical in its essence and mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that's what we do we do so much of this out for the love of it we don't do it for the look yes do we aspire to greatness yes of course we do but we also just I get immense satisfaction of, of, of knowing that what I can what I have that I can give and I think that's I think that's a lesson we can all learn and I learned it thankfully I've learned it already so I don't need to learn it but i think there's many other people that could that makes me think of the amount of freeloaders out there and God, yeah when you're out here trying to do content and you have i d i did the numbers if everybody who listened to critical donated 
twenty dollars per week. That's nothing. That's which is it's like a cup of coffee with a tip and then maybe a croissant. Then we would be able to keep providing the content and then keep having great guests and keep doing this basically keep the network going and keep there's show it's not just critical no there's many shows on here there's lots of people whose livelihoods people with families who depend on those donations rolling it yeah another podcast on the network potty trained we show you how to make your own podcast we try to pay it forward as it works we do so much we give and we give and so i just think that eventually we need to get i think that's what it's all come right back to i have faith in the universe that the more that we put out there the higher quality the content that we will just at some point be at these floodgates yeah. where we open them and then it's just valhalla as far as money goes right. i'm talking about the big bucks i'm not talking about a grand here in no. 20 30. We're i'm talking about six figures seven figures when that starts rolling in i'm going to be so generous yep. like much more than i am now but yep. when the real big money comes in I'm going to be given back probably most of it. Wow. And I won't even tell anybody about it. When I'm doing the big donations, yeah. I'm going to keep that to myself because I'm I'll have so much money right. that I'll be able to just say, "Oh, sure." And then I'll give it to whatever. I'll give it to like the first thing that needs it. And we might do an Instagram live or something with that. But you have to let people know so yeah, that they know that you have the money. You can't do it in a vacuum. When the seven or eight figures start rolling in, when that starts happening, I'm going to be giving away so much of that, like uh, most of it. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to be able to, and, and, and that will be something that's done in a very classy way, in a very subtle way, in a way that makes people feel that love that they because they're going to be the ones that are getting just because I and I don't have to do I won't have to do that I'll be the people that will be donating on that level on the large the high roller scale they are going to be the ones that are saying to me this is yours do what you want and they might have to make a big song and dance about it okay. I'm going to turn the other cheek and say I'm going to get I'm going to fund this children's hospital but I'm going to do it in private. Yeah. I'm going to get the wing though. Huh? Get the the wing named after you. I would say the wing the if critical. anything would be named after critical, after the podcast, yeah. after but not my name. All At right. least it, obviously co-creator and that that will be a surge. I but I will I want my name on it. If anything, we're talking about 12 point font. Like tiny. I would love to see a hospital that a wing of a hospital but just with the critical name critical care or something yeah like that. i think that's a cool they have of course they have critical care in the hospital but the, the ability to fund one of those and have it branded so that mm -hmm. people know oh my husband's in critical care that's great advertising obviously it's tragic but it's also saying you have to get your name out there and you have to because ultimately the thing that's going to happen is and i just i know this is how it's going to happen we get the big cash, we fund the wing, okay? Yeah. That's out there. Yeah. But like, how do we fund, we want to fund entire hospitals. Yeah. We want to fund villages that are full of hospitals. Oh my God, can you imagine? Yeah, and so we're talking about critical city, like we're talking about like expanding as an end. And so the only way that happens, of course, is if there's just a little hint at some point is, okay, this is critical care, but this is critical care. And you know, it would be, I don't think it would be that big a deal yeah. for when the doctor fixes you up and says, okay, we fixed you up and what did you think of our facilities? Assuming they're great, wow. really like the facilities, yeah. great. And they might say, who do we thank for that? Or the doctor might suggest, would you like to leave a thank? They could Or a donation. Or a donation then they would be able to have a facility to do that. They would have the connection to say, oh, they were so generous to set up this wing of the hospital. I, it, the wing saved my life. Now I'm gonna write a book or write to the New York Times and say, hey, look, it was all because of, I think of the press that would come out of a charitable Incredible. event like that. You can't buy that. You, the thing is that if things go well, if we start small and build, we can buy that. That that is that has been wrapped. But it all comes down to the fact that if you want us to be able to give in a big way, yeah, you're gonna have to 
we're going to have to get, and that means that you're going to have to give. Right. It just circles back to that that old adage, which is just you give and you get, and yeah. you can't really control that. That's just a bit baked into human civilization. So that's really important. I love this idea. You really got me dream casting here with this idea of critical city. God, I love that just visual of a town of just people listening to the critical show and just, yeah, that's very, that gets me that aspire. I'm inspired and I'm, I guess I'm aspiring to, to that. First, if you can believe it, then you can achieve it. Wow. And did you just, okay. I'm going to write that down. I will say that I was it, something, if you believe it, it, then you achieve it. This was something that actually science, like people looked into this and they found that scientists have found that like it. powerful people throughout history have, have all followed the same route. And it, this is my, I'm paraphrasing great wisdom, but it is true that believe and achieve, it's no accident that those words rhyme. Right. They're just, they're not, That's but, how but works too. that is something that people need to know out there. There's lots of people thinking, oh, should I spend $72,000 on going to college for a year? Which but we are going to get into later. This is an educational show, but we also talk about finances and other things. Right. But they're looking at something like that and they're saying, hey, do I really need to go to college? Or do I really just need that condensed wisdom? Right. And... My buck is on, get the condensed wisdom, go and live your life, get a job, and give back. That's. I think of condensed wisdom kind of like condensed milk, and one thing I need in my coffee is milk. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. That's right. So that's really important. But we're going to get into a lot of that stuff later. I think this is a good time to start the show. I think we should get into it because we, we've been just getting people uh, pumped for what's in store, and there's so much that we've talked about that we haven't really had a chance to get into. We've had a lot of time away, and so now it's time to do a little bit of the housekeeping, I guess. Yeah. Now that we've swept and tidied up, I think it's time to just jump right into it. Yeah, there is a lot we have in store, and we're really excited that you're here listening and that you're ready to jump into the episode. And what we want to do is just keep this thing going. You've been so patient with us, and we are delighted to finally jump in to this brand new episode of this brand new season of Critical. Without further ado, I say we jump right in. Let's jump into it. Let's do it. Here it is. Welcome to the zone where ignorance is refused. This is critical. This is critical. Yeah. You know we got them hard rock facts true for you. Tough yeah. pill to swallow and chew. Yeah. This is critical. Don't, Don't get, get it confused. confused. Ah. And here we are. I just got into the studio and surprised to see you already here. That's right. I've been really committed. I've been really taking this seriously. This is a big, serious job. So I got in real early, stayed extra late last uh -huh. night. And uh, that's right. Amazing. Yeah. I just want to say really quick, a big thank you to everybody who's been tuning into episode one. It's been through the charts. The statistics on our episode one of this new season is here and it's just been through the roof. It's already our most listened to episode. Very exciting for so many people to hear us come back to the air, but of course, so many new people joining us too. So a warm welcome to all the new critters out there. I think of it as a rock rolling down the hill. They say a rolling stone gathers no moss, mm. but I like to think this stone of ours that's rolling downhill mm -hmm. is picking up uh, new fans along the way, kind of new bits of dirt along the way. That's right. And it's getting bigger and bigger. And uh, as it goes, it becomes more and more unstoppable. And, and that's just so exciting to see. And also some very exciting news is that we have our very first donor, who I want to give a special shout out to, who goes by the name of... Brad Parrick, who's now donated to us, our very first donor to the new season of The Pod. And welcome to Brad Parrick. Thank you very much for your generous donation. His largesse will not go unnoticed. Yeah. We want to definitely give him a special shout out. That 99 cents a month that he is contributing to The Pod is keeping the lights well, not keeping the lights on. We still don't have functioning electricity in the critical castle, in the pod castle. But we are going to start saving up for that now. Now that we have... It's 99 cents? 
99 cents a month. So that's a recurring payment. And I think it's all about getting that ball rolling. You right. get Brad on board. Yeah. It's, it's just, I know it's picking limit. up steam and everything and it's cool. It's a first step. And as you think about that tiny rolling stone, it's really small there, but as it goes, it keeps picking up more and more and then it grows and grows. I'm just thinking about even in the best case scenario, Brad's a subscriber for 10 years. You're talking about $120. Spread I mean, out I, over 10 years. I kind of thought when we set up the page for donations, that 99 cents one was almost a tokenistic one. I didn't think anybody would actually use it. Right. It is nice of him to do it. He did have to sign up. It seems to me that that's the kind of level of donation that it's almost like you'd, I'd pro- you'd probably lose more money on falling out of your pocket if we were just looking for money on the ground for a day. If we just decided to do that, it would right. definitely be significantly more than that but you know to each their own everybody has different pockets and different levels of generosity i i'm just a little bit insulted to well, learn perhaps that brad can be a warning for people this is not the amount you want to donate mm-hmm. you know he's a harbinger of stinginess and an example that you don't want to be you don't want to come to the criticalpod.com and leave something so negligible as 99 cents. You want to up that donation. Yes. We're talking 10.99 a month because what you're going to get with that, we haven't even gotten into the goods of, of what you get with that. It's not just the episodes. Right. It's the 12 disc uh, Blu-ray DVD series for Critical You. It's the Poducation program that we're going to be unveiling as we go. You're going to get exclusive episodes that you can't find anywhere else. We're going to be live streaming the pod awards in the next couple of months. And you're going to be seeing all of that exciting stuff. There's so much that's planned. And and really, it's only going to be possible as long as people open up those pocketbooks. And for anybody who doesn't know, and thanks for reminding me, we do have thecriticalpod.com. Once again, that domain, thecriticalpod.com, that will direct you to our main page, which includes links to the pod, includes a way of supporting the show. And we really, of course, love to direct people to that. That is our official webpage. Also want to say, uh, very excited to announce that we have rejoined Twitter, managed to get back into the Twitter account. We're at the Critical Pod on Twitter. And um, very excited about all the new types of content we can share out there. Of course, Twitter, very popular with the whole crypto crowd, with all the political people out there. A lot of people get their news on Twitter. We definitely will be sharing our news on there too. Right. Twitter is micro blogging. And so what you're going to see on the critical Twitter is yeah. little micro episodes of the show. So yeah. they'll be supplemental. They'll be complementary to the show. So every week when we drop a new episode, you can go check out the Twitter page and you can see all the cool behind the scenes factoids, little trivia tidbits and all that fun stuff that's going to pair really nicely like a nice glass of red wine and a big block of cheese. That's what mm. we like to think about critical. And I just also want to say we definitely need to get verified as quickly as possible on Twitter on Instagram. There's so many imitation podcasts out there that are trying to do what we do. They've stolen our name. This is the only blue check podcast and we need it to reflect on the Twitter page. You can go to Apple Podcasts, you can go to Spotify and you can see on the logo of our podcast, we've got the blue check. And I think that should segue us into today's episode. You're listening to The Critical Podcast. The number one podcast in the known universe. With your hosts, David O'Reilly and Nick Thorburn. Coming to you live from the Critical Castle. Broadcasting to the World Wide Web. Serving up the freshest content week after week. Unfiltered as usual. Unbiased as always. This is Critical. We really should jump into it. And we really should introduce the first guest of season two, which is... You. you how exciting is this so brand new concept to the podcasting world we are inviting you to be our guest here on the podcast this has never been done before in the podosphere so the way this is going to work is we want you to participate on the critical podcast here with us you're going to be joining us it's going to be us and you in the studio right here so don't be afraid don't be shy and join us come on in We have a chair set up for you here, and we want to hear from you. We want to talk to you about what makes you tick, what you love about the show, and what goes on inside that head of yours, and just have a conversation, have a dialogue, because that's what this is. That's what Critical is. So I think without further ado, I think we really should just get right down to it and get into this episode with you. Let's do it. 
I'm filtered as usual by as always this is critical I think we can all agree that most podcasts are predictable let us just say up front there's nothing predictable about this podcast you're welcome this is critical the critical podcast critical podcast unbiased spreading our unbiased and unfiltered knowledge to the world and beyond and beyond sorry was that a little too dramatic our topics are extremely unique our guests are intellectually diverse let's get weird this is critical the critical podcast all right let's do this and now your hosts david o'reilly and nick thorburn so welcome to the critical podcast it's great to have you oh no please have a seat how does it feel to be here good how are you today good Is that so? We can talk about anything you want, but we did prepare some research. That's right. There is so much that we wanted to talk about, but our main focus of the episode is actually going to be you. First of all, where are you coming from? And were you born there? Where did you grow up? Fascinating. What do you do for a living? What would you like to do for a living? When you were a kid, what did you want to do when you grew up? Really? What's the name of your childhood best friend? What's the name of the street you grew up on? Wow. Hey, uh, quick question. What is your mother's maiden name? Interesting. Mine too. Now, I noticed on your Twitter bio, you had fluent in sarcasm written on it. Tell us about that. That's funny. Do you have anything to plug? When did you first get into Critical? Really? And that's your favorite episode? It's not. What's your favorite episode? Wow, that's an interesting choice. Why don't you tell us something that nobody else knows? Yeah, it can be a secret, sure. We won't tell anybody. Wow. I have to say, the outfit you're wearing is absolutely exquisite. Just fantastic. Really amazing. You know, some might say you're dressed to the nines. I'd say you're dressed to the tens. I would second that. Where did you get that top? And those shoes. What's your favorite movie? That's my favorite movie, too. Me, too. I could tell you're a true critter. Okay, favorite band, go. Really? Mine, too. I love their first album. And what's your favorite fruit? Well, banana is actually not a fruit. It's, in fact, a vegetable. What is your favorite website? Hmm. How does it feel to be the first guest on Critical Season 2? And how much are you donating or thinking of donating to the show? Not got on board, huh? That's really funny that we, you know, we happen to get... Our first guest is actually like a a fan of the show, but also just not a donator. That's I would say not a fan. If you're not donating to the show, I don't think you can really call yourself a fan. We sort of have it demarcated pretty clearly. I think if you're a fan of the show and if you're telling all your friends about it, Mm. posting about it on Instagram and online, Mm -hmm. you really should be thinking about donating. I mean, I'm... Frankly, to, to come all this way and to be this deep in the pod and to join us here in, in our studio, in our little world here, our humble podcast uh, universe, 
and to be this deep in the conversation and I feel like I've got to know you and to just take all of that for free and to just assume that that's all free content is frankly a bit of an insult. I feel like the rug has been pulled out from under me a little bit. In one hand, you're handing me a really nice hot cup of coffee mm. and then in the other, you're, you're reaching into my pocket and taking the money right out of my wallet. It's just a little bit selfish. I think there's an attitude that a lot of people have that you seem to have, which is I get everything for free. I just browse the internet and it's just gimme, gimme, gimme. Download, take it, take, take, take. And I don't have that attitude. I, I like to pay for content. I like to donate wherever I can. And I just want to know, do, do you think that's acceptable? Do you think that's okay to just take uh, and essentially just steal our content? Do you think stealing is okay? Do you think stealing is acceptable? Mm. I mean, how would you feel if we just came to your house and, and started taking things from you? Or just taking your time like you're doing now? There's lots of places that we could possibly be. We don't have to be here. I just feel like you're being a freeloader. No offense or whatever, but you're you're a freeloader. And it's so easy for you to just turn off the podcast when you're done with it. But we're here at this table and you've chosen to sit with us. You're here and you've just proven that you're interested in stringing us along without any skin in the game. And that just feels very selfish to me. This isn't a one-sided conversation. It really is a dialogue. And we wanted to give you a chance to respond. So let's hear it. What's your answer? You're suddenly speechless. We invite you all this way and then you just think it's acceptable behavior to exploit Nick and I for all the hard work we do and to just take. I just think it's, I mean, frankly, I think it's deeply unacceptable. There's no need to get angry. We, we want to be on your side. I mean, you're being really hostile right now. I feel like what you're doing is really, really unfair. Oh, and you think you can just get up and walk away. Oh, well, guess what? The door is locked. Yeah, try the door handle. Walk down, try that door. That's right, it's locked. You're stuck in here with us. I didn't see it going down like this. I didn't expect that you would be such a thief. I always figured you as someone different. I expected more from you. I kind of regret doing this, Nick. We've had so many great guests so far, and I think... Well, have... hang on, David. They, you go ahead. We can let you speak. Okay, you want to make it right. They want to make it right. You, Thank you. We appreciate the apology. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're, that's good. Pulling out your phone. That's a mm -hmm. start. Okay, the critical... Yes, thecriticalpod.com is the address. Thecriticalpod.com. We'll, we'll walk you through it. Okay, we'll go to the website yep. together. Okay. Just type that in. That's right. And you see there's a support button there. It's the middle button. You're free to leave as soon as you're done doing the contribution. It's totally fine. Okay, hit the donate button. Mm-hmm. $9.99 a month. I think that's fair. That's decent. Put in your name. And then confirm email. Card number. Take your time. All right. Doors unlocked. It's been great having you too. was a nightmare you know i usually do vet the guests yeah and i just was really caught with my pants down there well and that's on me you're not, no well i think we all were i was really shocked about how rude they were that was unexpected but unexpected things happen in podcast world we were very polite very welcoming very accommodating and it turns out that just having 
the you, the listener, onto the pod wasn't the best idea after all. But it ended up being okay because I know they tried to make it right. You know, this is a real learning experience. I think that's what we love about Critical 2 is that we are learning as we go. And I think Mm -hmm. we learned something today. So I think it's actually, ultimately, we're going to look back on this episode as uh, a win. I see it as a win. Well, that person, I would say, in terms of value for money, got a really great deal because they managed to be our first guest on the new season and for nine ninety nine a month got to appear on the show which is a huge get i think for them i think everybody who contributed to the episode everybody who tuned in and, and really joined us here is the winner it's a 360 win that's right so um what a fantastic uh, episode that was one of my favorites I think we won't be trying that again. We have so much planned for this season, I can barely contain my excitement for it. You know, Critical is growth. We have growth mindsets. And I think all of these other podcasts, they have a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. They're really not expanding their palate. And uh, there's no other way to be uh, chock-a-block than if your block of chalk is going to get bigger every time. You know, our podcast is not what happened. It's an impression of what happened. That's right. It's even a description of an impression of what happened. And in the end, really, when all said and done, what did happen? Nothing. Nothing happened. But in the end, you just look back and you say, wow, everything happened. That is such a fun thought experiment. Isn't it? This is critical. Oh my God, it's critical. I just want to do a quick interjection here. We did record this um, before what was Hollywood's biggest night. And, you know, we do months and months of research. Mm. So this episode was recorded before the slap heard around the world. And we are truly in shock. And we haven't quite processed just what's happened. But rest assured, we are coming up with the perfect take on what's happening. So we are going to get that to you as soon as we can. We want to make sure that this thing... Is a really a slow boil, something that we are cooking up at just the right temperature, just so we can get the right temperature for it when we're ready to launch it. And it will be, I think, an earth-shattering take, which might rival the magnitude of the slap itself. And uh, we're really excited to bring that to you. We just wanted to quickly drop in to let you know that's what's happening. We're very excited about bringing that to the world, bringing our take on the slap. Uh, it is just taking a little bit longer than we expected, but it, ultimately when it does come out, I think it'll be well worth the wait. It's going to knock you off your feet and knock your socks off, and it's going to be the ultimate take, and it will shut down all future discussions about it. It will be the perfect perspective on what exactly happened, what went down, and we are both uh, pretty shaken up by it still, but once we gather ourselves and and calm ourselves down, we are going to be getting that over to ASAP. Very excited about that. Not to toot our own horn, David, but I like to think of Critical as rendering for the future. Mm. We're Imagineers. That's right. Do you know mm-hmm. that, that concept? We're the dreamers of the dreams. We are the potters of the pod. And That's we right. are here to bring unbiased, unfiltered truth to the world, to everybody's experience of reality, and that's why we set it up. That's been our mission since day one, and it really hasn't changed. Nope, and we render this thing in our mind, and we manifest it out. You know, you heard the first episode of season Mm -hmm. two. It was called Here. That's right. And it was all about getting into the mind, getting centered, really centering yourself in the world, and within the podosphere, too, for us especially, but for you, the listener, finding your footing, uh, really finding where you are. Where are you? You know, and we try to manifest that every week with the show. We do. And the message is really simple. Open your ears and your mind will follow. Critical is the easiest type of education you're ever going to find. But critical is the most revolutionary form of information dissemination that exists out there, not only on the Internet, but in the world in general. I listen to podcasts nonstop. I eat, breathe, and sleep podcast. Mm. I really want to see what else is out there on the landscape. What's really moving me, moving my needle mm. is podcasting. Yeah. I think there's two types of people in the world. There's the people that are critters, and there's the people that haven't heard critical yet. Mm. And it's really just a matter of time before the message hits the mainstream. I think anybody listening now knows that they're in on something very secret, very cool, very niche, very underground. And over time, you know what people are going to say? They're going to say, 
I was a fan of Critical right at the beginning of season two. And there's going to be even fewer people are going to say I was a fan from season one. But there's going to be great camaraderie for all the people that are listening before season 10, before 12, 13, before the thing really picks up steam and it gets to that point where we're going to be on Obama's favorite podcast list. So when all of that happens, I think we're going to be very validated when the Nobel Prize for podcasting is finally announced. We'll be ready. Uh, We'll be there. Well, the exciting thing about podcasting and just the internet in general is the technology. It's changing so fast and it's coming at you so fast. You can't really tell even what's real and what's not. I mean, you could not do on season one what we just did on today's episode. You could not sit someone down, the listener, and have them engage the way we did. That is groundbreaking technology. There's so much new technology every day. A new thing is changing and it's allowing us to continue to do the show. It'll allow us to continue doing the show for seasons to come and it's that kind of groundbreaking technology that we try to utilize we really try to synchronize with and um, to synergize and to really create new content really break new ground and so I think that's another exciting angle with critical with the show with the podcast and with the new season I'm so excited about where this is all headed I think it's a bright future in fact I know it's a bright future for all of us here at the critical pod and out there in the world all our critters out there like to wish you a very happy day and an exciting week and we're really looking forward to joining you next time here on critical thank you so much again for listening and thank you david and uh and you know i think i might i know we're wrapping this episode up i might stay here at critical uh, hq and i you know i got my sleeping bag under the table i might put in some long hours and maybe i'll crash here tonight yeah okay i actually have to go um it's getting late but that sounds good to me the I, wi-fi you can get the neighbor's one it's um nascent oh four i think and that's and then and then yeah and it's the same password as okay. the Unfiltered as usual. Unbiased as always. This is Critical. Thank you for listening to Critical. If you'd like to stay close to the action, follow us on Instagram at The Critical Pod. And drop a like and comment on everything you see. While you're at it, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every like, comment, and review helps us fight the algorithm and big tech. So we can keep bringing you the quality content you deserve. Critical is a member of the Critical Podcast Network. You just experienced another classic episode of Critical. Congratulations. You're no longer the person you thought you once were. The world is just different. Why not share your feelings about being alive with your friends and family? If you don't have any friends, join us on Instagram at The Critical Pod and get to know other like-minded critters. Till next time.